0: It's indisputable, welcome, good to be with you. We got a lot on the agenda today, breaking down news of the day. We have Adrian Lawrence, attorney at law author and TYT contributor. And joining me in the bullpen will be Ash Wright, Republican strategist. We will talk about the crisis at the border according to Ms. Wright, all right? My first story of the day, racism inside of schools are reflective of racism at home. There's a student who has gone viral for saying the N word and other racial slurs. I wanna focus on the parents and the school system. Let me take you to a place called McDonough, Georgia. Some parents at Eagles Landing Christian Academy are outraged after a video that showed a student making racial remarks surfaced. In the video, the student can be heard using the n-word and other racial slurs. A parent said, and I quote, this has been, I want to say, the underlying environment that my child has been exposed to, said former Eagles Landing Christian Academy parent, Laura Perry. Now, Laura Perry, after this incident and really other incidents combined, took her a child out of that school system, okay? It gets deeper. Perry said she recently enrolled her son in public school after she claims he was discriminated against at Eagles Landing Christian Academy. There are people in power, now I want you to remember this, people in power talking about the administrators of that institution. That are ignorant to the fact that there is some racism at the school. Perry said, one parent forwarded, Washington, an email originally sent from the academy's headmaster. And I'm gonna read that to you, but I want you to think about what this parent has said. She says there's ignorance about racism at this Christian academy. I disagree, Madam, all due respect to the parent. It's not ignorance, it's protection. You see, the reason why they're not cracking down on this, is because they can identify with the racism that exists. It permeates from a common place. So they protect these students rather than implementing a systemic remedies to get rid of it. I will show you that in just a moment. The statement from the school said, a video of one of our high school students using racial slurs was posted on social media and shared in the ELCA community. Okay, that's a statement of fact. The ELCA does not tolerate this behavior and the student has been disciplined by administration. I am grateful that we are in a Christian community that can not only hold one another accountable, but provide grace and mercy. Um, Grace and mercy at the end of that statement means they're not going to do a damn thing about it. That's what that means. And their response is a response to the student rather than a response to the culture of Eagles Landing Christian Academy. And multiple parents have gone on record to say that this is a cultural issue at that school, not the first, not the second. But many reports of racism inside of that school system. That is happening right now at this Christian Learning Academy. One of the parents went on record and had her face blurred and would not submit her name to local reporters because she was afraid of retaliation. I mean, damn, is this a Christian institution or the mafia? Maybe they're one in the same. Ain't no gang banger like a white Christian evangelical talk about thuggery. She was afraid like in witness protection. She was afraid of their level of retaliation in that local community. Think about that for a minute. Let that sink in. Let me show you a picture of the headmaster for the school, Dr. Timothy Arhan. That's him, he's the guy in charge. Yeah. Now, let me also remind you that while we are focusing on children, many in the social media world are focusing on the racism from the child, I want you to remember that in that same county, after that county had a city called Stockbridge. And Stockbridge finally received black leadership, meaning a black mayor, black city council, black everything. The Eagles Landing community in that same county wanted to leave the city of Stockbridge. That just got black leadership. Let me read this to you. It was a ballot initiative to partition off the most affluent and overwhelmingly white population sections of Stockbridge from its predominantly black communities. It failed during a midterm vote by a vote of 3,473 in favor and 4,545 in opposition. Residents in the existing Henry County City rejected a controversial proposal to carve out a new town to be called what? Eagles Landing from within its boundaries. So you mean to tell me that the parents of this community are so damn afraid of black people that as soon as the black, as soon as the black city Stockbridge got a black mayor, they decided to file paperwork to leave the black city and to make themselves their own city. No wonder these students are acting this way in this institution. Adrian, thoughts.
1: Well, I think what we have is just a reflection of our society here. Uh, As we've seen before with Georgia State Board of Education voting, um, essentially endorsing Brian Kemp's opposition to teaching critical race theory. And we're seeing the product of things like this where we have an abundance of ignorance going on. And we also have a highly segregated area there in Henry County. The school district itself is 51% black, but this Eagles Landing Christian Academy is 70% white. Why? Because the school district itself has a high degree of segregation between black students and white students. So essentially what individuals are doing down there, whether they are fully cognizant of it or not, is that they are keeping black and white students separated and they are continuing to maintain this racial hierarchy that is going on and fiending ignorance when they see explicit acts of racism as they're seeing in this situation.
0: Yeah, well said. Let me bring you to another story and this has got to stop. This is why another reason why people don't like the police. Okay. this is a Philly cop who antagonized a young black male calling him homie and all kind of ridiculous things in order to effect an arrest. Here's the video. I got my camera too. Take selfies.
1: Homie, no, look at this guy. Look at me, in my homie. Second, please back up. What's up? If I'm not committing a crime, anything, I ain't to right, right, so take a So, I thought you would take no, a picture. Boy. Oh, you just ran I'm into sick. a hole. I'm sick, yeah, yeah, because you're scared. You I don't, don't want to get shot. I'm black. You're not. Please black. back up. I'm allowed to be here. It's a free country. All right, me too. Why are you chasing me around? Then? I'm not chasing you around. If you moving and you follow me? No, I do not need me for anything. No, are you still here? Walk away. I'm walking away. Why are you following me? Your car is back here. huh? Because I can't. It's I gotta live down here. Why do you live down here. You don't live down here. Okay, let you tell you it. You don't live down here. Okay, Sit let you, you tell it. Boy, you don't live down here. Okay. You ain't from down here. Okay. <laughs> Can I get your name and best number, That's sir? right there, dog. Thank you. You got it? Yeah, thank it. you. You got it? Mm-hmm, thank you. Why are oh, you putting a light on my face, sir? What, what, what?
0: I have more. This happened in Philadelphia. This cop was following this young black male who became afraid. And decided to start recording this cop and then you see exactly what the officer does. Says, let's take a selfie, I'm going to take a selfie with my homie. Just antagonizing the hell out of this kid, unbecoming, unprofessional and yes, racist, okay? This is bigoted behavior, it gets deeper. The officer, his name is Hoover of the Philadelphia Police Department. Gabriel is a young man, he was leaving his aunt's home on New Year's Eve. Um, He saw two officers, one being Hoover, Uh, they were in the area. Uh, When it appeared Hoover started to follow him. Um, At one point, Gabriel did ask for a supervisor, uh, which Hoover, the officer completely ignored, another violation of protocol. Uh, Gabriel then tried to make himself uh, make his way back home. Um, The cop continued to follow him. Uh, Gabriel kept his distance. Here's the second video.
1: I'm walking right now, I'm walking to my house because I feel threatened that I'm gonna call an Uber and then leave. At this moment I am now recording him just to show that I am not doing anything threatening no. to him or Why anything you in that news. I'm not falling, I'm no, to my no, no. Why are you Ooh. following me I'm, I'm, not following. Following. I'm not following, I'm walking to my house. Why are you following me? I'm not following you, I'm telling you.
0: This was shared on Lackluster, the YouTube cop watch group, remarkable group of people. Um, Gabriel shared with lackluster uh, that he was cited, him, he was cited for disorderly conduct and possession of a small amount of marijuana charges. He is still fighting today. Gabriel has since filed a complaint against the officer and plans to file a lawsuit. Um, Let's go ahead and make this cop famous. Let's put up a steal of his name and his badge number. His name is Hoover. His badge number is 3279 clearly shown in the screenshot. So far, no statement has been made by the department as to whether or not they have acknowledged the video or calls for accountability period. Hoover, this same cop put his picture up again. This same cop was also involved with other officers in another case of false arrest and excessive force. You don't say, now remember, this young black male is simply leaving his aunt's home. He's not bothering this officer. Adrian, in the court of law, what is it when an officer decides to antagonize a citizen this way?
1: Well, it definitely seems to be a form of harassment. And you could arguably say you're hitting the level of excess force depending on how much contact he made with the individual. But the thing is, you know, as you had mentioned, Police department hasn't issued a statement, but I would beg to differ. The fact is that their entire legacy is a statement in its own. Mm -hmm, They have a well-documented record of race discrimination and police brutality against black residents. There was a DOJ report released in 2015 that found that even though crime was decreasing and police shootings, well, they started to increase. And 80% of the people killed by police in Philly between 2007 and 2014 were black. The fact is that you have a department with a long history of harassing, mistreating, brutalizing, and killing black people, and so these these officers and their actions, as much as this young man tried to protect himself, the fact is, is it will continue to happen because that what is allowed and permitted, which is why it continues to occur there.
0: And this young man did everything he could do. He tried to keep his distance. Um, he said, "I'm basically not a threat." He wasn't trying to be aggressive with this police officer. He wanted to simply leave his aunt's home and not be accosted. Missouri school, very proud of these students, very proud of them. They walked out, you know why they walked out? Because their school administration has failed them. This administration has failed to protect them, has failed to take the issue of bullying seriously. Let me give you some background to what happened in Missouri. Hundreds of students walked out of Leeds Summit High School Monday morning to show their support for Danny Lillis. Let's put up a picture of Danny. Uh, Danny is a strong, strong individual. More than 2,500 people also signed a petition in support of him. Um, Here's one of the walkouts recorded and I wanna remind you this is because the school failed to protect this young man. Here it is. We need to be heard. 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 They do need to be heard and they will be heard here. These students are protesting because mister Lillis, let's put up his picture again. He is in fact openly gay. He said he started wearing makeup to school and then said a group of boys started bullying him and his friends at the institution. Lillis said that the bullying had been going on for a while. But last week there was a fight between one of those boys and one of his friends. At least three students were suspended because of the fight and missed their senior homecoming over the weekend. The friend, her name is Malani, had a broken nose. Milani's mother, Malani Davis said the school never called the parents whatsoever. She said the school told her they would only need to make an immediate call if there was a medical emergency. Now, damn it, if somebody breaks my mm-hmm. kids' nose, that's a medical emergency. Um, if my child was knocked on the ground by a male student and her nose is bleeding and her lip is fat, that is a medical emergency, the mother said, and I completely concur. Many parents and students are citing the schools in action to handle bullying overall. This has been a groundswell. They have complained, they have tried to have meetings about safety plans. All of this has happened with absolutely no remedy according to the students and according to the parents. Lila's mom. Um, as well as parents of other students involved in the fight said the violence is the result of bullying not being nipped in the bud months ago. The district said yesterday in a statement that it is investigating the bullying claims. Lillis said he brought the student administration or Stad several harassment reports. Mom, Missy Lillis even met with the assistant principal to work out a safety plan weeks ago. The students saw it coming, they saw it coming. And we tell them to be responsible, to contact an adult, to speak with administration, to let your parents know everything was done correctly by these students, all right? Danny's mom was told there will be extra staff on hand in the lunchroom to mitigate ongoing issues. Uh, The day of the fight, students said there were none. One mom told Fox 4, the school blamed a breakdown in communication. That's a bunch of baloney, they are seeking legal advice here. Um, Attorney, I see a failure to protect here. I see some negligence happening. They knew this was coming, they tried to warn. Uh, the school administration, according to both the parents and the students, school administration did not take any good faith measures to stop it.
1: Yes, it's an absolute problem. The fact that they didn't do anything despite knowing that it was a potential problem or was a problem, that's really acquiescing to the fact that there is a problem here. You have that harassment element. And also, the fact is that we already know an unprecedented 15% of Gen Zers are LGBTQIA. So right. these schools should be ready and should be prepared because of truth, of coming in and being true and authentic to their own, to individual selves. And the fact that the school is not prepared for that and is also not responding to that half of the administration, and they need to be held accountable. And a lawsuit is a way to get that done.
0: Well said, we got more on the other side. It's indisputable, stick and stay. Welcome back is Indisputable. We have a lot of show left. Let me remind everyone, we've been nominated by Atlanta Magazine this show. I would love for you to be supportive. Best TV anchor, you can vote on that. We're nominated. This will be Indisputable's first award if we win the recognition. Real simple to vote, go to tyt.com forward slash Rashad tyt.com forward slash R A S H A D type in my name Rashad Ritchie in the box and submit your vote. All right, you have until October 11th and you can vote once a day. Those are the rules. Also deep dive with Jordan Yule right after Indisputable 4 p.m. Eastern time and 1 p.m. Pacific time. That's a twitch exclusive twitch.tv forward slash tyt. And don't forget about the conversation. p.m. Eastern Time, 2.30 p.m. Pacific Time, tyt.com forward slash live, right before the Young Turks. And you can also subscribe and watch all of the great interviews at youtube.com forward slash tyt conversation. Let me read these comments, they're coming in hot and heavy. TYT member Eileen Funky Cold Medina Mama Dragon. Anybody using the word boy towards any black person deserves nothing less than to be fired, you can't unteach racism. JMD, that's my high school. I love to see them protesting for what's right. We did a we did a sit in my senior year to make the Christmas program inclusive instead of canceling it to, to avoid inclusivity. Good for the kids. All right, yeah, it's good stuff. And isn't that ironic that usually the administration and the parents are saying, we need to stop bullying. Students need to get on board with stopping bullies, no bullying. And this is completely the opposite, it's amazing. Uh, Nolia Brunini, I think I said that right. The name of the city, the eagle is landing, <laughs> says it all, MAGA. Burned the Kiwi Dragon, a parent can get cited for child neglect if they don't tend to a broken arm straight away. But the school gets away with not informing the parents immediately. According to the school, having a male punch a young lady in the nose and and busting her lip and landing her in the hospital is not in fact a medical emergency at Eagles Landing Christian Academy. Where by the way, I'm sure part of their slogan is all lives matter. All right, Jacqueline Chastain. Uh, Hi, Dr. Richie, every day I can't wait to watch you and set my timer. Well, bless your heart, thank you for that. Sweet peas, I had a son that was bullied, anti-bully policies are just words on paper. They mean nothing if the administration does not adhere to their own rules. That's right, it's called infraction without enforcement. Infraction is only as powerful as the enforcement behind it. You have zero enforcement, you have no infraction. I don't care what the policy says. All right, Twitch. Mad native dragon, boy, isn't that what the KKK and slave owners will call black men as a form of superiority? Yes, Pat terrific, he never should have had a badge. Hold the police academy and superior officers accountable. If they cannot weed out these losers, they should lose their accreditation or their rank. Ladies and gentlemen, I wish you Karen would.
1: You want to call the police on him for having a barbecue on a yeah, Sunday? You you're feel free! Right. Back off! I said to him, there's an African-American man
0: threatening my life. argument was about, no, this is a throwback Karen. This happened a little while ago, but it is now making the rounds on social media very strong on this particular Karen. In her, I guess argument made the case in her action that when there's disagreement, she should be allowed to spit on somebody and walk away. Now, this is not how normal people resolve conflict, but Karenicity, ladies and gentlemen, has taken a hold of this woman in that situation. Okay, attorney Adrian Lawrence, um, spitting on somebody is in fact a crime, right? Mm-hmm. That's right. It's an assault. That is absolutely disgusting. And, and listen, can this be a felon? I mean, damn, <laughs> like that wasn't regular spit. So let me ask you this, at this point, I'm wondering is there a statutory upgrade? Because I know the misdemeanor offense, right? But when it's a spitball like that, I hate to be so graphic. But goodness, that made everybody cringe when they saw it, right?
1: Absolutely, cuz you know she was sitting there hawking and fleming and getting ready to (laughs) shoot it at him. Oh my goodness! It's just absolutely disgusting, disrespectful, all levels of gross. And this is how we end up with situations where things escalate to violence. Yeah. Because this is a form of violence, even if it's just at the initial steps. That is just filthy. I hope that woman is called out in every regard.
0: Yeah, and it's you know quite interesting. That she would do this, not knowing what his reaction would be, right? She doesn't know this guy. There's no indication that they know each other. Uh, they are at a game. Uh, you spit on somebody. Um, you know, bad things can happen to you. And and I and I'm not promoting violence, but I am making a factual observation. If you walk around and you spit on somebody that you're in a verbal argument with, you know, we verbally argue. It's part of humanity. But if you spit on them. That's typically, that's the first attack, right? That's how the law would look at it,
1: correct? Absolutely, no, that would be a form of assault easily. We've seen individuals be prosecuted for spitting on police officers, just as spitting on individuals and people. These kind of things are completely and totally unacceptable.
0: Let me tell you something else that's unacceptable, Adrian. There's a cop writing a ticket to a white male, he then hears a black guy walking down the street rapping and decides to arrest the black guy instead. I'm not making this up and I kid you not. Let me take you to the first video. Two, three times a day
1: man.
0: Oh, you
1: got to bring it down. You got to bring it down. got tons solid profanity at your mouth walking down the road here. I, I, I ain't trying to be
0: disrespectful, not like that. But you know about what What you mean?
1: Don't be cussing the Don't nobody care about nobody because this is a free country, you yes. know what I mean? Come But you ain't going to disturb everybody, you understand? Come on, man. Come on, on with that. Come on, come oh, on. Yes. Uh,
0: I'm harassing me, bro? I ain't harassing you, but you ain't going to be walking down the road. So why you raise your here, So why so you i tell you what, you got about five seconds to Oh, to man. Me. Oh, man. Oh, man. Don't let me
1: catch
0: you. May, may I ask you what your name is, sir? My name is Tucker. Nine ninety eight, Write it down. Oh, 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 Let's, let take a picture, please. okay. Come on, sir. Come on, please. Please, sir. He's got five seconds. Uh, 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 that's good.
1: get just a nice time make a report. That's all I'm asking. Burn. That's all I'm asking. Burn. That's I'm asking. What the heck? What's your name? I'm asking, you. I'm asking you for your name. I'm about to ask you for your name, man. Come on, man. You, you can open my phone so you can call my wife home. Come on, man. I ain't did nothing to nobody. It's chance, that's I'm asking you your name. Come on, man.
0: The cigarettes and the lighter. Can you grab me around my phone? Really? Really? Excuse me, sir. Can you grab my phone and, and call my wife for me, please? Get you got the on me? No, I ain't got no idea. That's why I'm telling y'all to call my wife. She got everything. If you're outraged, I have more video. I want to remind you that this young black male was simply walking down the street. He had his headphones in his ear. He was rapping a rap song. And all of a sudden, the cop who was writing a ticket to a white male resident there decided to stop writing a ticket in order to go and lock up a black male for doing nothing illegal whatsoever. It gets deeper. They admit what they've done. Here it is. Hey, bro.
1: So we hit the ground while my hands go. What's this? That's him. Man, they're talking about. I'm, I'm disturbing the peace. I'm,
0: I'm saying, dude. You just walking down the road and listening to his music. With you the just picked me up off the ground any kind of way. And I won't come my way. Is that what this is? Ma'am. He's disturbing the peace he's walking down the road with headphones in his ears. He's walking down the road with headphones in his ears and he's cursing loudly. What? They just admitted his bold, right? Of course they did. Literally, the cars passing by were louder than him. You have to put this in context. People who are playing their music driving by, cars, the sound of the engine driving by, louder than him. And he's walking on a public sidewalk near a street rapping and that is illegal according to these cops. But we know that's bogus, right? This was all about this young black male, Inserting his right and saying, Sir, can I get your badge number? That's what this arrest was about. This arrest was about, you don't dare tell me what your rights are. Think about how sick a person has to be to be in charge of law enforcement and absolutely care nothing about the law. You're a sick individual. The irony of it. Let me give you background. The Georgia police detained and cited a black man in. Zaba for singing rap music too loud while he was walking home. According to the Augusta Chronicle, Christopher Jefferson was walking down Brothersville Road singing a rap song when police approached him on the sidewalk. Officers then told Jefferson he was being loud and obnoxious and could be heard shouting, I need a bad blank, I need a real blank as he walked down the street. The officers end up detaining him for disorderly conduct uh, but the body cam was later uploaded revealed uh, there was no actual disorderly conduct. Okay, let me go to what happened in court. So this actually went all, all the way to court. The young man said, I'm not taking a plea deal. Give me a jury, give me a jury good for you brother. He gets a jury goes to court during the court hearings which took place Wednesday, September 29th, Jefferson declined a guilty plea deal and requested a trial by jury Uh, the police chief. Uh, Matthew Mercer and Officer Brian Tucker both testified against Jefferson and provided their version of events in court hand in glove, right? During their testimony, Officer Tucker said when he initially heard Jefferson, he believed there was a fight going on. Oh My God, a black man rapping, it must be somebody fighting. Just think about how crazy that is. He hears a black guy rapping lyrics and he thinks somebody is fighting. Um, They also said that Jefferson was screaming, curse words less than 500 feet away from the residence on Brothersville Road. After Judge Freddie Sanders heard arguments from the officers involved, he ruled there was probable cause to cite Jefferson. Jefferson was then issued a continuance and the new court date is October 27th. Adrian, we only have a minute left, but sister tell me if you were his lawyer, you could defend this guy in a court of law with no problem.
1: Absolutely, without question, playing that video enough. It says that this officer had an issue with the fact that that gentleman is black and that he was not willing to know or stay in his place just by virtue of the fact that he wanted to walk down the street and sing a song that was problematic enough. This is really what implicit bias and racism has to do and what is going to do to this gentleman's life. This is really a problem here and it is disgraceful that the justice system is essentially rubber stamping this.
0: And the young man was so respectful, he did it the right way. He was polite, he said, I'm not trying to be disrespectful. And then he said, but let me, I want to file a report. You have a right to do that, you have a right damn it, to do that. All right, we got more on the other side, stick and stay. All right, welcome back, we got a lot of show left. Okay, let's go to some of these comments, amazing comments, by the way. TYT member Lynn says, disgusting. I can't believe how many people spit in these videos. Who thinks of doing that? Yeah, just be anti-racist, walking and singing while black will get you arrested. Damn shame. And you know this would not have happened is if let's say a white guy was singing a song or singing a country song. None of this would have ever happened under any other circumstance but a black man rapping, okay? Um, I am Socks says, if being loud and obnoxious is a crime, Ben Shapiro better hide immediately. YouTube Super Chat, thank you DJ3s, um, Peter Hamby, thank you. Um, if Socks for Karen, it's Socks for Karen, <laughs> she was seething red of rage. She was no boss, ton. <laughs> Dad jokes that Jank will laugh at. All right. Mike V, violation of freedom of speech. Where are the so called constitutional conservatives who stormed the Capitol to defend this brother's American rights? Exactly. Yeah. Now, this would have happened to a guy that had on a MAGA hat. Oh, the whole situation would have been different. As a matter of fact, the cop would have started rapping with the MAGA hat wearing guy. That's what, maybe we need to do that now in some of these rural communities. All right? Just start putting on a MAGA hat when you know you're in a certain town. Don't, don't do that. Please don't do that. All right. DJ3s. Dr. Richard did call out my Canadian immigrant privilege yesterday, though. I had to hide my hockey jerseys and maple syrup cans. <laughs> That's funny. Twitch. Um, Sammy Lynn, the kind dragon. Adrian's face is exactly how I feel about it. <laughs> I saw that too. Uh, dragon Penny, a man arrested for asking the cop's name. That's all it takes. Yeah, acting more like slave patrol than public servants, right? TYT member, Eric the Red, always nice when the FBI cracks down to organized crime. <laughs> I knew somebody was going to say that. Make C see the silver haired dragon. I've had no training in policing, never have most people. I would wager that the vast majority of us know how wrong and dangerous dangerous it is to kneel on someone's neck, yep. See this whole he didn't have adequate training, complete cop out, uh, no pun intended. But for you to be a sheriff's deputy who is now a security supervisor and you're telling me that the security company is saying, well, we're going to protect you or the school system is saying, we're going to protect you because we simply did not train you enough. Imagine if that was the excuse for every failure in a professional setting. Oh no, we're, we we don't worry about if you made a mistake or if you flat out underperformed, we didn't train you well enough. So, it's on us. We're going to keep you employed here. Doesn't work that way for most people, right? Dragonheart, thank you so much Dragonheart. Combo 104, thank you. The Doc Rocks. Um Aaron 124 us. I see a future problem with security guard. Uh, it's eerily similar to the Catholic Church moving pedophile priests to a different parish. Nana Nikki, our parents should press criminal charges against the security guard and sue the school administrator who relocated the perpetrator. Agreed. Agreed, I would take out assault charges. I would take an independent warrant out um, and you can do that at your magistrate at your sheriff's office. But I would absolutely do that uh, for the security guard. Good. Good point, Twitch. A serious venture says, wow, the one union group that I've had problems with for decades now and involving the odious Ed Mullis himself, no less. There is justice in this universe. All right, FBI, ladies and gentlemen, the FBI has raided a major New York Police Department union in Manhattan. Let me give you some background to this. The New York Daily News reported that the FBI They have carried out a raid on the Manhattan headquarters of a major union representing New York City police sergeants. According to the narrative, the feds descended on the Manhattan headquarters of the controversial NYPD sergeants' union Tuesday. The Daily News has learned, reported Stephen Rex Brown and Noah Goldberg. While the details of the investigation were not revealed, an FBI spokeswoman confirmed to the news that the agency was carrying out a law enforcement action in connection with an ongoing investigation into the sergeant's benevolent association. The leader of this union is a guy named Ed Mullins. Let's put up a picture of Ed Mullins while he posed with good old Jeff Sessions. There he is, keep that picture up. I wanna remind people of who this guy is. The union leader Ed Mullins is a controversial guy. In 2015, Mullins attacked the city settlement with the family of the NYPD choco victim Eric Garner, he called it obscene. He also posted the arrest record of Mayor Bill de Blasio's daughter after she was involved in an incident at a George Floyd protest which violates NYPD policy. And called City Health Commissioner Dr Osiris Barbeau the B word and said there was blood on her hands but not giving officers more personal protective equipment. Wow, Um, that's a big deal Adrian, the FBI raiding a police union. I haven't heard of it before, thoughts?
1: I think it's definitely something of a rarity. And it's my understanding that they also raided Ed Mullen's home uh, in Long Island, which is very interesting as well. And I do wonder what the FBI is up to, but I can sure tell you that Mullen's behavior has been just utter filth. You know, in addition to that long list of disgusting antics, the also called Councilman Richie Torres, who is an openly gay Democrat, called him a first class whore. You know, this gentleman here, he has no class whatsoever. It seems like he's willing to say anything and maybe. Do anything, which is why he's about to be held accountable. Because the Feds just don't raid your place and your place of business unless you got something going on. Especially
0: if you, if you're head of a major damn police union. I mean, obviously, there's in a connection here. There are people that may have been members of this union who now work for the federal government, and the other way around. Obviously, there's friendships here that are connected. So you have the political, you have the personal, you have a lot of things to work through if you're the federal government right now to do this. And I'm reminded, Adrian of reports that have come out as it relates to other union leaders where they were involved in actively covering up crimes, that they were coaching individuals on how to cover up murders, that they were openly hiding information and going on record or at least on record with colleagues saying how they covered up crimes for certain people using legal remedy to do so. So I just wonder if none of that got police Um, Union leaders in trouble, what in the hell has this guy done? When when these union leaders can get away with all of that with no issue. Okay, let me take you to another horrific situation. Uh, There's a high school security supervisor who has not been terminated for doing this. Let me show you the picture. You see that security supervisor at a high school. There's a fight that broke out between two young black female students. They get involved, they separate the fight, and he uses this maneuver. He uses the uh, knee on the teen's neck um, in order to subdue the teen. Now, there are some police departments that say, you know what, this is a no no for grown people, right? So, this has been done in a high school setting. During a scuffle between two black teen girls, um, a high school security supervisor decided to use his knee. Uh, in order to damn near break the neck of this young girl. This is in San Diego, so here's your background. A San Diego high school security supervisor will not face any steep penalties for his involvement in pinning a black teen to the ground by her neck. Instead, Grossmont Union High District say he was placed on administrative leave he will be retrained and moved to another school. Well, that'll do it. That's it. All he needed was to be trained. He just needed a different level of training. He needs to know that children, you don't put your knee in their necks. He just needed to know that. He just he wasn't aware, according to the school district. And the reason why they're not punishing him is even more ironic. The supervisor, um, whose name is redacted in the report, protecting him, is a former sheriff's deputy. Ah, that that's where he learned to move from. He learned to move move from the academy, okay? Former sheriff's deputy, who is seen holding down both girls before ultimately restraining one of the participants by kneeling on her neck and holding her hands behind her back. According to the report, now get this, y'all. This makes me mad as hell. According to the report, Termination was not recommended due to the supervisor's lack of adequate training. Students who witnessed the fight and security staffers actions were taken aback. Seemed a little aggressive, like a big burly dude on a freshman. I heard she was a freshman, said one of the seniors. Either way, she's only 14 to 18 years old. So that's kind of you know a big 200 pound dude and a smaller female. Yeah, that that makes perfect sense, right? Okay. The reason why they're not going to punish this guy, according to them, is because he did not have adequate training. I want to remind you, he's a former sheriff's deputy who is now a freaking security guard. He doesn't have adequate training. What a cop out. What a way to not stand up for young children. What a way to show your implicit racism and bias against black bodies inside of your district. Let me show you a picture since they don't want to release the name of this security guard former cop. Let me show you a picture of the boss, Teresa Kemper. Okay, look at her, she's the one in charge. She's the one that was in charge of the reassignment of this man and ultimately not doing what should have been done. So damn shame. Adrian, what are your thoughts?
1: Well, I think first of all, the man is a former uh, former deputy because he's no longer a deputy, which tells me there's probably something wrong there. Yes. Also, the fact that he's a supervisor, yet he has lacks adequate training, also tells me there's something wrong there, which either says that no, they just didn't train him at all. Or also, they're also not so training their subordinates. Also, wasn't 2020 training enough Like I know not to kneel on people's necks like George Floyd. Let's do this together guys by paying attention. The fact that this man felt completely comfortable putting his knee on the neck of a child and holding her down and claiming I didn't know better. Tells me that you think I'm stupid. And so definitely that school district, that entire institution has a significant problem and the next institution that is going to be inheriting this genius of a security guard is also gonna have a problem. Either way, I do hope that girl's parents sue because lack of adequate training. That tells me that's a school issue, not a student issue.
0: Very well said, let me show everyone this last story. I'll put up the picture of the alleged pervert. The alleged pervert, his name is Mark Stenard. This person from Posaic County has been charged with a sex offense against an underage girl and he got some help from a judge. Here's the background to this horrific story. Mark Stinner, 37, who was arrested, was ordered released during a remote court hearing. Superior Court Judge um, Judge Karasasgi ruled against the prosecutor who argued for pretrial detention, calling Stinner a danger to the community and a flight risk. Prosecutors charged the guy for endangering the welfare of a child for allegedly manufacturing child pornography, as well as three counts of endangering the welfare of a child for allegedly engaging in sexual conduct with a child. Plus possessing child pornography and causing harm to a child. Put up the picture of this alleged pervert again. A cop, position of public trust being held to a lower standard of accountability than anyone else. This is a violation of the typical protocol as it relates to this offense. And let's now put up a picture of the judge who decided to let him go. That's the judge. Oh, Now we can let him go. He's an upstanding individual. When 99% of the time, anyone who does not have that badge before that same judge with these charges, they do not get a bond. Adrian, we're closing out, but what are your thoughts here?
1: Well, I think it's an unfortunate disgrace because the fact is, you don't face charges like this. And there not be at least some kind of weighty evidence, especially when the prosecutors are looking to make sure you are detained pre-trial and you are a white male who is a police officer. So that tells us that there is a lot going on and the fact that the judge was willing to discount it. And so I do hope that individuals and in the communities are safe because yeah. this is a very disconcerting situation.
0: Absolutely. Pompton Lakes Police Department, that's where he works. We will continue to follow this story and see exactly where it goes. It's a pleasure, Attorney Lawrence, always having you on the program. Tell people how they can purchase your book and follow you.
1: All right, you can check out my book Staying in the Game, the playbook for beating workplace sexual harassment. It is in the TYT store as well as everywhere books are sold, Amazon as well as your local bookstore. And you can follow me on Twitter at Adrian Lawrence and on Instagram. Well, on Twitter at Adrian Law, Instagram at Adrian Lawrence. Thanks so awesome. much. Awesome,
0: always good to have you, we'll talk soon. Let me remind you that we have been nominated right here on Indisputable Best TV Anchor. You can vote on that. You know what I love about opportunities like this, it's not some editorial board and it's not some group of elite people that we've never met. It's actually you, you the voter, you get to pick this. This is part of Atlanta Magazine's best of series um, to recognize the work we do right here, telling the truth on Indisputable. You can vote, go to tyt.com forward slash Rashad, tyt.com forward slash Rashad. Type in my name in the bar, in the bar provided. You can do this once a day up until October 11th. I think it cuts off at 12 midnight, October 11th, okay? Also, don't forget right after Indisputable, deep dive with Jordan Yule right here. That is a Twitch exclusive. Make sure you stick and stay Twitch.com, twitch.tv, excuse me, twitch.tv forward slash tyt. And then the conversation, right? 5.30 PM Eastern Time, 2.30 PM Pacific Time, tyt.com forward slash live before the Young Turks. Make sure to subscribe and watch all of those amazing videos and interviews, youtube.com forward slash TYT conversation. Real simple, real quick, real easy, all right? And we're also on podcast. So wherever you get your podcast, make sure you download Indisputable. Acast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, we're everywhere. And you can take the bullpen news of the day. All right, don't forget to stay for Deep Dive with Jordan Yule. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, take care of yourself, take care of each other, take care of the planet. Remember, the truth is always indisputable.